Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Our telephone number is 248-539-9797. Lots of things to talk about. But most of all, we need to talk about the Detroit Lions and what took place Saturday. Now, as opposed to the Jets game the week before, which was on television down in South Florida, at your homes, wherever, it was broadcast because the Dolphins uh played the day the night before or whatever. I can't remember exactly what the scenario was. But anyway, the Jets-Lions game was on in South Florida. It was, yeah, the B- Dolphins played the Bills Saturday night. Correct. So uh, the game Saturday with the Carolina Panthers, uh, no, that was not the Fox game. They uh, have a lot of New Yorkers down there, so the Giants-Vikings game was the game. So hooked up with some buddies who I knew were down there, and we went to a, a, a sports bar on Saturday afternoon, to watch the Detroit Lions. And just like you, I was disgusted. It was incredible. I, you know, in our picks, I picked the Panthers to win the or at least cover. I thought the Panthers were going to win the game. I just think, you know, just basic math, the Lions were playing pretty good football. Not great football, but they were winning games. They were on a roll. And for them to, you know, everybody, oh, they'll win out. For them to win nine out of ten games in the National Football League, especially when you're not a great team, is very, very difficult. And I thought the Jets game was going to be the, the stumbling block, but they managed to stumble and still win. Carolina was a different... I mean, when their first two running plays basically gained about 70 yards, you said you, you knew you were in a rough day. But, you know, give them credit, you know, Carolina went down, scored. Lions came right back, scored. Lions held Carolina to punt, and the Lions go down the field. And the game changed, obviously, on the uh, bad exchange from Frank Ragnow to Jared Goff, which, you know, in reading after the game, Ragnow said it was his fault because he didn't get the snap, whatever. It's just, I never thought they would get the crap kicked out of them like they did. That is, to me, the most disappointing thing. That they just went down there, and after the fumble, the game basically ended. Now, they scored some points at the end to make it somewhat respectable. But, man, oh, man, they just got destroyed. The defensive line just decided, I don't know, I don't think we're showing up today. Aiden Hutchinson, now I'm going to over-pursue on a lot of plays. Ah, Isaiah Bugs and Ali McNeil have been playing really well. Ah, nah, Carolina's offensive line. We'll just let them, you know, 
destroy us, give us holes. I believe now the Lions are 0-2 against Sam Darnold in his career, from his first career start, that Monday night game against the Lions and the Jets. And and look, that's not why they lost. It was because of Sam Darnold. He was fine, obviously. It was because they couldn't stop the run. And the reverse of that is, remember early in this season when the Lions were a really good running team too? They have not been a good running team for the last three, four games. If, if not longer, they got beat up in the line of scrimmage. The vaunted, vaunted Detroit Lions offensive line sucked on Saturday in the run game. Now, Goff wasn't really pressured that much, so they did a, a nice job pass protecting. <laughs> you know, you look back and say, well, you know, Lions, you know, they, they need a quarterback. Jared Goff is the least of this team's problems. Kind of the way Matthew, I thought Matthew Stafford was the least of the problems when he was here. Jared Goff played pretty well on, on Saturday. Didn't play great, but certainly was not the reason they lost the game. They lost the, the game uh, because a team that, you know, basically branded itself as gritty and tough, hard as nails, fight to the end. They didn't do that on Saturday. And I'll give him credit for putting the blame on himself, but he was right. That team was not ready to play on on, on Saturday, physically, defensively. And I know there were some injuries. They really missed Deshaun Elliott because Melifano was terrible. Uh, they couldn't tackle very well. They were not in their gap position correctly. It was just an abomination uh, stopping the run game, and they couldn't do that. Now, so when you lose a game like they lost, you know, in a situation where they are, you lose 37 to 23. It's funny, on the, on the Sunday show that Jim Costa and I usually host, and I was off, you know, he asked me for, you know, make my picks and things like that. Best bet, I said, whatever the under is in the Lions-Panthers game. I didn't think there was going to be much scoring in that game. Well, that went out the window pretty damn early. Anyway, they're in a situation now where they're going to need some help. And it's, it's, what's so sad is on Saturday, everything on Saturday went their way, kind of. You know, Washington lost. The Giants lost. Seattle lost. Everything was going good. Except the Lions. The Lions could not take care of their own business. And I don't want to hear the initials. This has nothing to do with that. They just played a bad football game, and it happens. Especially a team that's you know not that good to begin with, and they're, they've won six out of seven. Math catches up to you in the National Football League. You're not going to go nine out of ten. Do you think, Stoney, that it might have had something to do with the fact that this was the first game where they couldn't use the mentality of we're playing with nothing to lose? Maybe. I mean, you know, people were sitting there saying, well, you know, they were concerned about, you know, Pro Bowl snubs and they went to Carolina a day early to prepare. And I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I honestly don't know whether because all week from NFL Network to ESPN, I saw Mina Kimes, everybody, everybody loving the Lions. There are Lions. America's team, somebody even called, called them because everybody loves Dan Campbell. Everybody loves the underdog. 
And there is no bigger underdog franchise in the National Football League than the Detroit Lions. Save your Jets takes, people. There's nothing like the Lions, and you all know that. I have no idea what got into their head where they feeling too good about themselves. I'm not a psychology major. You know, who the hell knows what happened? All I know is they got the crap kicked out of them. And yesterday, in a weird way, was even worse if you're a Detroit Lion fan. I do want to uh, mention some ticket texts. Uh, this is from Ken in Brighton. And Ken is a little upset because he's all in capitals on these uh, ticket texts. After Saturday, Holmes can have no illusions about his defense. When it was time to show up, nobody knew where they were. That was, he's right. They were out of position. And while we want to give Holmes a lot of credit for, you know, a lot of the draft choices, and he should, I'm not going to let one ridiculous game do that. Um, his big miss, you know, uh, Levi Onzereke, who hasn't played hardly at all because of injuries and other factors, the second rounder from the 2021 draft. Um, Ify Milifonwu, uh, I know he's been hurt, but he had to play for Deshaun Elliott yesterday, uh, Saturday, and he was terrible. So that's another one there in the demerit column. But, but like, look, most of Brad Holmes' picks have been very, very good. That was also the roughest game of the Alex Anzalone experience because yes. the amount of times he ran into the wrong hole was unbelievable. I know, and he's been really good. That, that's what's so mystifying. The defense, look, they weren't great, but they were playing pretty well. They were, it seemed to be, you know, gap responsible. They were just clueless on Saturday. Uh, morning, Stoney uh, and Paul. Welcome back. Stoney, I texted my 60-year-old friend after the game Saturday, and I'm 57. We could have ran for 25 yards apiece. LOL, that's Dave in South Line. Yeah, those holes were unbelievable. Uh, and this is John and Lake Orion. In the history of Lions football, Saturday's game should be known as the Nutcracker because it was a kick in the junk. And speaking of that, too, what what, what the texter said, Stoney, and you, we, we both watched the game. These weren't like some great cuts and swift. No. They, these were, they were running without anyone touching them. It was incredible. I, I You know, Todd Wash, the uh, defensive line coach, Aaron Glenn, they got to figure – they must look at – got to look at the film after that game and say, what the heck was that? Where did we screw up? Did we just have the complete wrong game plan? Maybe after the first drive, they should have done something different and load up the box and say, all right, you know what? Sam Darnold, you beat us. But I, I understand you're not sitting there worried that much about Hubbard and, and, and Freeman, right? You're not. They did it. They absolutely did it. I mean, not Freeman, Foreman. Um, it was just ridiculous how bad they were. And then the fumble changed the game now. With 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 would their defense have improved if they led 14-7 or 10-7 if they would have scored? I doubt it. But it would have made it a little interesting uh come later in the game. That's for damn sure. Well the one thing that might have happened is if the Lions would have had a lead, Carolina might have been forced to throw more so they would have been you know they could have kept them from running so well. Exactly. But the fact that they never were behind, they never had to get away from running and they were just running it down their throats. I know. I mean we do have to give kudos to uh to Zelstra, I mean, three touchdowns. That's pretty damn good for 
a guy who nobody really expected to do anything. And by the way, not to go off on a tangent here, if you're going to have Jamison Williams play in the game, throw him the freaking ball a little bit, you know, he was targeted, what, once. One target. One target. All right. And so as bad as Sunday's Saturday's game was for the Lions, like I said, you know, they had some help. Washington lost. The Giants lost. Seattle lost. It was everything you could actually ask for except for you losing. Yesterday was the exact opposite. I was on the plane watching the uh, Green Bay Packers take on Paul Sarah's Miami Dolphins. And uh, the Dolphins are winning 20 to 10, and they're going in to make it like a probably a 17 point lead. Maybe if worse comes to worse, they miss, they may kick a field goal, make it 23 10. They fumble the ball. You know, Green Bay goes down, kicks a field goal, and is down seven at the half. And then Tua decided that, you know, he was going to be Santa Claus and just give gifts to the Green Bay Packers. It was incredible how bad he was in the second half. Oh, he was, it was atrociously bad. It was, he's been, I mean, he was okay against the Bills. He was bad against the Niners. He was terrible against the Chargers. So that's like four games in a row now where he's been pretty bad. Yeah, I think teams are trying to figure it out that, you know what, if we can disrupt Waddle and Hill a little bit, you know, give them some, you know, Physical contact at the line and disrupt the time because everything they do is timing. I mean, they even showed on the broadcast he'll throw the ball before the guys even break because he's where they're supposed to be. But if you disrupt that timing a little bit, and he obviously doesn't can't figure that out, it's not his fault. That offense goes apart, and maybe that's one of the reasons Aubrey Pleasant uh, was let go because they didn't disrupt their timing when they. You know, dissected the Lions defense. The telephone number, 248-539-9797. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future, in vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, 
empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.